0: com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. plus.
1: You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we Continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurchchurch/give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. Uh,
2: we're moving in that lift your- lift your Bibles out. let's say it together I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus name amen so God speak now with this many distractions you must want to bring massive deliverance so I serve notice on the enemy that he should have left me alone but tonight God I pray that you would move in such a supernatural way God, I call it an atmosphere like a Friday night fire in here tonight. I call it in this atmosphere tonight, and I say, God, in this building and digitally, I loose the Holy Ghost. Manifest yourself, God, like we've not seen in the last 12 months. God, we've not been able to flow like that for a year but tonight I pray something something would break in this atmosphere tonight, in this building and online we attack the attack, we come against the distraction and we say God move by your spirit, not by might, not by power but by your spirit says the Lord I need you to worship for 30 seconds right there, go go somebody's body's about to be healed tonight go if you ain't worshiping i'm gonna need you to go to the vestibule please if you're in here i need you worshiping go hallelujah hallelujah come on say lord stir the atmosphere If y'all would pray with me and worship tonight, somebody, you got a piece of mail coming tomorrow. You got $13,478 being canceled tomorrow. I need you to worship. I call your family members to be saved this year and to serve this year. Somebody say, speak, Lord. Say, stir the atmosphere and get the glory out of everything tonight. just the voices in this building and online, come on church come on Wednesday come on Wednesday come on Wednesday come on Facebook, come on YouTube come on Periscope something's about to break for you Something's about to break for us. Come on. Something's about to open up for you. No. Something's about to open up for you. Come on, y'all. We got to just go up just a little bit more. On three, I need everybody to holler. Push. One, two, three. Push. Go, go, go. Just a little bit further. Just a little bit further. Why am I praising? It's a weapon of mass destruction. It's a weapon of mass deliverance. And the Bible says when they began to sing and to praise, they set ambushes against the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on now, say this and say, and my next 12 will be my best 12 in every area, especially love. Friendships and relationships. Can you give God one more praise in this building and one more praise online? Let's go to work. Bishop, what did you just do? I just took you through an exercise to show you that whenever distractions come, you have to press through that. Whenever things happen that you cannot control, you have to do what you can control. See, there's certain things you can't do anything about, but I can't control my shout. I can't control my clap. I can't control my worship. There's certain things I ain't no need in me getting upset about, but what I can do is give God the glowing in the midst of it, and I need you to stop letting stuff punk you, and I need you to learn how to reverse that and punk the stuff that's trying to punk you. So on Thursday, if something don't go your way, I need you to stop hollering. I need you to stop throwing stuff. I need you to stop cussing everybody out. I need you to stop moving, getting on mad. Instead, I need you to say, I can't control that, but I can control this. And men shall clap their hands and hiss the enemy out of his place. I can't control what somebody said about me, but I can control my shout. And my shout is a weapon that comes things that are out of order into Ah, alright so let's go to work let's go to work let's go to work <laughs> let's go to work <laughs> you, you can't control what you can't control but what you can't control you better work it like a part time job you can't control if somebody you love is acting crazy with you but you sure can't control giving God the glory I'm just saying So listen, listen. (laughs) On three, just holler push. One, two, three. Push. What are you doing? You're pushing through pain. You're pushing through anxiety. You're pushing through fear. You're pushing through aggravation. You're pushing through frustrating. You're pushing through it. Why? Because the enemy would love to see your next 12 not be your best 12. But I think there's some of us that say, I've come too far to let it. And my next twelve will be my best twin. All right, so listen. Our series is love songs. Somebody say love songs. We're learning biblical principles from popular love songs. Today's is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites because I used to play it on the desk. Have you ever played um, desk drums? If you ever played death drums, you know, you know something about this song. It is the song One in a Million by Aaliyah. Put the lyrics up for him. Put the lyrics up for him. you don't know. Okay, gonna, we can't do that in church. We can't do that in church. So y'all just gonna still sing the song. That's it. Then get to the chorus. You can sing it. It goes... On and on. What does it do? How long? Say it again. Say your love. Say. What does it do? Wait a minute. Stop. It's a dance. That's what love is. Somebody say it's a dance. Somebody say that's what love is. And here's what makes love one in a million is when you learn how to dance, watch me, and not step on one another. When you learn how to dance, and you've choreographed the dance so well that when we, they move this way, you know how to move. So y'all just sing the chorus and let them dance. Say, say, see y'all. Your- uh-huh. Huh? Huh? Uh (laughs) Somebody say, one in a million. Say that's a person or a thing that's unusual, special, and admired. Say good love. Say genuine love is a dance. See, watch me. It's not just a romantic dance because this is a mother and a daughter dancing. Which means anybody that I'm going to give genuine and give my best love to, I got to learn the choreography with them because it's not going to be the same for everybody. Everybody's not the same. Everybody don't talk the same. Everybody don't receive love the same. But I just need you to say, but say, in my next 12, thank you, ladies, say, it's going to be one in a million. Say it like you mean it. Say, in my next 12, it's going to be one in a million. So here's the definition again. Here's the definition again. And y'all stay close because I need you to understand this. It's a choreography. And the issue many of us have when we are dealing with love of all relationship types is that we have not learned the choreography because, watch me, because we have become so rigid because we are afraid not of new but of old pain. One in a million. It's a person or a thing that is very unusual, special, or admired. Say very unusual special and admire now now take this out the way you love who you love should be described that way i'm gonna say it again the way you love who you love should be described as one in a million let me prove it to you out of the bible john thirteen thirty four. a new commandment that i give you that you love one another just as i have loved you jesus love was one in a million here it is he listen Please understand, the the guys that Jesus picked were not doing Jesus a favor. Jesus was the best thing that ever happened to them. Can we be honest? Not just because he was God in the flesh, but because he was their only way out. They were used to being in messed up, jacked up, tied up, ratchet situations. And Jesus was their only way out of those situations. They had literally come to the end of what they had the potential to produce. Then Jesus shows up and says, I'm about to pull some more out of you. Check this out. You ought to be so good that when you come in people's life, you unlock a whole other level of potential for them. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You ought to step in somebody's life and they say, you know what? I didn't think I could until I got with you. And when I got with you, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And I'm not just talking romantic. I'm talking every relationship type. Your love ought to be so amazing that people take lids off of themselves. Friends say, I want better because my friend wants better. People say, I want to do better. Jesus was their way out of mediocrity. His love was one in a million. He takes 12 rejects. And I need you to hear me. It's extremely important that you do not treat people who give you genuine love in a sloppy way. Thinking, watch me, that they make everybody that way. I'm here to tell you, life will show you that it's going to be more counterfeits than it is the real thing. Life is going to show you that when you got one in a million love, you better treasure that love. Because that doesn't I wish there was some of y'all in this building and online that knew that when you meet one in a million, baby, it don't come around that often. and if you treat it casually, what will happen is that you will be trusted. Watch me. You will not be able to be trusted with one in a million. Jesus was the, their way out. There are 12 rejects. Bishop, how do you know there are 12 rejects? There are 12 rejects because in Hebrew culture, whenever you were not good enough to apprentice a rabbi, he would say to you, go and do your father's trade. In other words, you're not, you're not at the level of uh, acceptance. You're not at a level of proficiency. You're not at a level of skill. Or maybe I just don't like you. And when one rabbi did you that way, they told the other rabbis so that all the rabbis did you that way. What they would say is so-and-so is not worth the time. They're not worth the energy. mm -mm, mm -mm." Send them back to do their father's trade. So if they weren't good enough, the rabbis would send them to do that. So what did Jesus find these 12 doing? Their father's trade, tax collection. That's a family business. Fishing, that's a family business. Everything they were doing were family businesses was meant that the system said they weren't good enough. But then Jesus comes to give them some one in a million love. And the 12 that were rejected become the 12 that changed the world. You're about to be so grateful for who dropped you because they needed you to be introduced to somebody that could give you one in a million. Let me see if I can say it another way. That rejection was nothing more than redirection. It was for your protection. It it was not a negative thing. You thought it was, but open your mouth and say, it was for my good. I need you to celebrate everybody that's ever rejected you in your life right now. I don't hear you. Open. These people ain't gonna play with me tonight. I said, re- celebrate every person that rejected you, that threw you away, that said, I don't want. Why are you celebrating? Because when you said no, God was pointing me to my yes. When you rejected me, God was sending me to what will accept me. If I listen. Had those 12 not been rejected by the rabbi, when Jesus shows up, they would have already been assigned to a man of God. Eh. They would have already been assigned to a rabbi, which meant that they could not have jumped ship to get on Jesus' ship. So take this out. In other words, Peter, James, John, all the rest of them, as they are rejected, when Jesus shows up, what does he tell them? Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My bird's not. Those were the words they had wanted to hear their entire lives. As little Hebrew boys, you were brought up and you were taught not to be a basketball star. Nothing wrong with that. Not to be a rap star. Nothing wrong with that. I do have a question, though, about getting jewelry embedded in your head. I don't understand that. I'm not. I don't understand that. All right, listen, listen, check this out. Check this out. You were not taught to do that. Every young Hebrew boy wanted to be a, a rabbi. They want, What's a rabbi? A teacher. They wanted to be a man of God. That's why all throughout the Bible, you always saw men following the men of God. Uh, 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 Samuel has the school of the prophets. Elijah has the sons of the prophets. All of them did this because this is what Hebrew men wanted to do. They wanted to learn how to be not just a man. They said, teach me how to be a man of God. I don't need you to teach me how to dug here. I need you to teach me how to live. I need you to teach me how to lay hands and watch people get healed. I need you to teach me how to calm nothing and turn it into something. I need you to show me how to rise up and rule and reign. I need you to show me how to break to the racial curses. I, I need you to show me that I'm the curse breaker, that I'm the line crosser, I'm the interruption to the dysfunction in my bloodline. So when Jesus finds them, when Jesus finds them, they are all rejected during their father's trade, which means the rabbis have said, You are not good enough to apprentice us. And then Jesus says, come on, let's go. Why do you think they would drop everything on a dime and not even have a conversation with a man? Here's why. I don't need to have a conversation. I heard his voice. I didn't need to talk to him to hear him. You'll catch it in a minute. That's why the Bible says sheep know the voice of their shepherd. And some of y'all, you want you watch me, You you. I didn't need to do this. I need to, mm, 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 mm. It's the voice of a shepherd you're called to. You are not called to a vision. You're not called, well, I like the kids program. I like the, it's not about all of that. The Bible says that he, watch me, Jeremiah 3 says I will give you shepherds after my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Let this out. God says, I assign you to a voice. And when you hear that voice, you then follow that voice. You attach to that voice. And then that voice is going to take you into the version of you you never thought you had the ability to be come here Peter, you only thought you were going to have a fishing business, you never knew you had the ability to go fishing for men y'all ain't going to say nothing to me come come, come here Paul, you used to be a persecutor and murderer of Christians and now you're the main one converting people to Christianity I need you to make this declaration say I'm glad I was rejected so I could find the voice I was sent to all ain't going to say nothing to me. Say, I needed rejection. It was redirection. Look, look at this, John 13, 34. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Jesus' love was one in a million. He takes them out of mediocrity. He literally transforms them into a version of themselves that they never even thought was possible. He says, so the way I loved you, I need your love to be that way. I need your love to be so good that, watch me, that when people are no longer in your life, they can't deny you were in their life you need to add so much value let me tell you how you know you're giving good love you know you're giving good love that when people are no longer in your life you can see you still all on them they still walk like you talk like you type like you speak like you and they may never give you the credit i'm a living witness i know what i'm preaching they may never say thank you they may never give you appreciation but baby you look like duplication you look my love. open your mouth say my loving was so good that it changed how they do life. Still going to the restaurants you introduced them to. Still talking how you taught them to talk. Still pursuing what you introduced them to. And you may never get a thank you. You may never get appreciation. But you need to know my love is one in a million. I wish you knew you were not sitting next to chump change. But you were sitting next to somebody whose love has the ability to transform somebody else's life. Say my love is one in a million. Look. This is just... As I have loved you, you are also to love one another. Verse 35, by this, not how many scriptures you know, not how much much you post on social media. All that's good. He says, by this. Somebody say this. By this, people will know you're my disciple. What's a disciple? A disciplined student. If you have love for what? For one another. Now listen, this is risky love. Because this means I have to love you like I've never been hurt. We finna go there tonight. This means I have to love you like nobody ever lied to me. I have to love you like nobody ever betrayed me. I have to love you like nobody ever let me down. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, you better get ready tonight. Because listen, with all of them distractions, I'm going to tell you, God's about to tear some stuff off of you tonight. Because you're about to give the best love you've ever given. That's how I know you're about to receive the best love you've ever had. Open your mouth. Say, "My next 12 will be my best 12." One in a million love is genuine love. It's genuine love, and we talked about this in the last couple of messages. Um, Romans 12:9. Let love be genuine. And I showed you this uh, on the screen: genuine versus counterfeit. Genuine versus counterfeit. A hundred-dollar bill versus uh, genuine versus a counterfeit. They look the same until it's time to spin. They look the same until it's time to use. Because love is an action word. It's not enough to say it. You have to show it. Counterfeit Louis Vuitton. They look the same except they don't wear the same. Right? If you focus on the monogram, hear me, if you focus on the exterior, you will mention you will miss the interior. If you focus on how it's packaged, you will miss the fact that it's real or not. Please hear me. Uh, When you take a, a, a Louis Vuitton, and I'm not saying be materialistic. I'm just trying to illustrate the point. Because, all right, all right, don't think that you're better than somebody because you had that purse. Just, just don't think, all right, don't, 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 listen, listen, I, can I be honest with you? I never understood why we got excited wearing other people's names. That's why I made my own search and say I'm going to wear my name. All right, nothing wrong with it, I'm just saying, don't, you know. And maybe that's not your guy. Maybe you're not a Louis guy. Maybe you're a Gucci product, whatever. Just, just don't, don't, acqu- listen to me. You make the stuff. Don't let the stuff make you. Get all the nice stuff you want. That's great. Just don't let it make you. Got it? All right, check this out. If you take, if you take a Louis bag to the store, all right, they're going to know what's theirs and what's not theirs. So it doesn't matter if you tell them, oh, no, that's legit. That's real. That's for real. Oh, no. They're going to say, well, we know our product. And we can only service our product. And we can look at the details to determine the difference. See, when your love is genuine, it's in the details. (laughs) When your love is genuine, it's in the time you spent to think about what you got because you didn't just want to get anything for somebody you say that you love. Somebody said genuine love is in the details. Then the counterfeit. One's a moissanite, uh, one's a diamond. One is made in a lab, one is made under pressure. Genuine love, here's how you know your love is one of a million and it's genuine. Here it is. You ready? It's because this was formed under pressure. See, the reason that you love the way you love is not because you sat up and read some books. That's nice. But you love the way you love because you didn't been lied, on, um, cheated talked about, mistreated. You didn't have people treat you like trash. That's why you treasure people. My love was not made... I ain't no test tube, baby. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. My love is not... Counterfeit, my love is genuine. So what does Romans say? Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Which means when your love is genuine, you hate what's evil for somebody. Even if they're the one practicing it. Evil in scripture means contrary to. You hate things that are contrary to people. When you really love someone, you will pay attention to things and say, I wish they didn't do that because this is bad for them. Matter of fact, a lot of your conversations will turn into things like, did you know about this? Did you know about this? Well, listen, let me make a suggestion about this because did you know this? Did you know? They ain't going to let you come out the house looking crazy. And for some of you, listen, you don't even know what real genuine love is because you're so used to fake love. What do you mean? You're so used to everybody just saying what it is that they think that they're supposed to say to you so you don't catch an attitude, so you don't catch this, that, and the other. But real love will say, listen, you might get mad at me, but at least I didn't let you come out the house looking like a... You might be mad at me, but at least I said something to you about your attitude. You might be mad at me, but at least I gave you the truth. Abhor, hate what's evil, and hold fast to what's good. When your love is genuine for someone or something, you hold fast to what's good. What does this mean? It means I focus on what's good, not what's bad. Now, this is important because nobody is perfect, including you. Which means when you are loving someone, including your mama, them, your cousin, them, your uncle, your auntie, them, you are going to begin to see what's not good. And love has the ability to hold on to what's good and not let what's bad interfere with what's good. There are some people in your life. Listen, the condition, the way you're going to have to love them is there are certain things you're going to have to not pay attention to because it does not directly affect you. See, if you have a relative and you don't like the way they raise their kids, and you're like, listen, the way you're raising these kids is a mess. And guess what? What you have to do is hold on to what's good, which means I'm not going to focus on this over here because I hate the way you're raising your kids. I think it's an absolute mess. But guess what? That does not directly affect me. My job is to pray for you and pray for them. So I'm going to hold on to what's good and not focus on what's bad. Let me tell you why it's so difficult to love everybody is because you want everything about them to be lovely. And the moment you find out that their gas stinks. Yours does too, though. Let's not pretend like that tuna sandwich you had the other day did not produce some results. Look at this. Genuine love is shown, not just said. So remember, whoever... Whoever you love, how you love them, it should be described this way. Your love is running a million. People ought to not want you to exit their lives. Well, Bishop, how do I know? Because they always want to come back. I wish some of y'all acted like your phone has been ringing with some people from the past. I wish you'd act like your text has been... People have been DMing you from your past. Why you won't? I thought it was so bad. I thought it was so horrible. Apparently not because you won't back. All right. genuine, <laughs> genuine, genuine love is shown, not just said. This is important to understand because I just have love in my heart. not good enough. Not good enough. They know I love them. Not good enough. Make it up. Genuine love is shown, not just said. Colossians 3.14. Above all, clothe yourselves. That means I can see it. Everybody in here has clothes on. Everybody at home may or may not have clothes on depending on (laughs) what they're doing. Let's just be honest. Some of y'all remember when you could only stream, and when you could only stream, you didn't get ready for church. You had it in your shower. Come on, Bishop. Say it, sir. Got your bath running. All right. All right. (laughs) Feels good. All right? Come on. Come on. Uh, Above all, clothe yourselves. (laughs) This means you can see it. Somebody say you can see it. Close yourselves with love, which ties everything together in unity. Okay? Which means, what did I show you on Sunday? That when you clothe yourself with that, it removes what creates division and it focuses on what creates unity. Now, I want to deal with that because, let's be clear, there cannot be unity without accountability first. <laughs> and I need to deal with this because many times when I teach a message like this, you will take this verse as a reason to not deal with any of the transgression. Okay, let's go here. People will use this verse. Let's just move on. Let's not talk about the past. Oh, no. Oh, no. There cannot be unity without accountability. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so, so we cannot have unity. Listen, I'm choosing to love you, so I'm going to need you to explain to me how this happened. Explain to me how it's not going to happen again. Then we can move on. But this, listen, but my love is not an excuse. I'm not a doormat. My love is not an excuse for you to act any kind of way. My love is not an excuse for you to walk off. Somebody said love is not an excuse for mess. It's not. It just means we're going to get through this, but you finna deal with this. There cannot be unity without accountability. Why? Because I won't trust you. And you cannot love without trust. Close yourself. I can see it. With love, which ties everything together in unity. Look at this. Love is not an emotion, nor is it a feeling. It's a decision that produces actions. Now, this is an important distinction, because most people view love as a feeling. I feel love. problem is, today you may feel like Chinese food. Tomorrow you may feel like barbecue. Friday you may feel like, listen, I used to have something called fried Fridays. Which meant that was my day to eat whatever I wanted to that was fried. And then on Saturday, I was talking about, let me get a salad. Why is this important to understand? Because if you love based off of feeling, no wonder your love is inconsistent. Because you got moments, I'm not feeling you. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. It's quiet. In the- you go. You're gonna have moments you ain't feeling your kids. You're gonna be like you're gonna see the phone ring. Spouses, you're gonna have moments you're not feeling your spouse. You're gonna see her name come up on the phone. <sighs> Here she go. What is it today? You have moments you say, I wish I would be honest. moments you see your husband's text come up on the phone and you (laughs) go I didn't see it because a woman will lie to you to your face and then go ask God for forgiveness (laughs) Lord I know I shouldn't have lied to him today I, I, I apologize Lord believe me I do I apologize honest and true I know I was wrong I ain't telling him but I'm singing you this song When you're a boss, you're going to have moments where you say, If one more of these people send me one more message, but they send in the messages you told them to send. (laughs) Right? This is love. So if it's a feeling, there's going to be moments you're not feeling somebody. Which means this has to transcend being a feeling. It is a decision that produces actions. Let me prove it to you with the Bible. First John 3.18. Little children. Why does he call us children? He, here's what he was really saying. It was a rebuke. He was saying, y'all love like kids. You love like kids. You make all of these grandiose statements until it's actually time to do it. And then when it's time to do it, I ain't feeling that. But I decided. (laughs) And because I decided, it transcends my feelings. Come on, y'all. Because I decided, it goes beyond what I feel like in this moment. I have decided you. So that means it transcends these moments. Right? Okay, now look. 1 John 3.18. He says, let us not love in word or talk. Word is what people say to you and what you say to people. Talk is what they tell other people about how much they love you, okay? And here's what's amazing. For most people, that's where love stops. I love them so much. I love them so much. I learned something a long time ago as a pastor. Don't tell nobody. It's between me and you. That whenever people are overly vociferous about their love for somebody, it's because it's not real. Like, if you got to walk through the hall, I love my wife. We're not talking about that. You in the vestibule and folks walking around. and I just love my spouse. What? Ain't nobody talking about that. Here's why. Because word and talk is easier than deed and truth. It's easy. I can say I love you all day. I love you. And people people say it now. People you've never met, you will say you love. You on actresses' Instagrams, I love you. You on people's social media, I love you. You, you, you. You don't even know them. Here's what you really mean. I love how you make me feel. I love what you do. And the distinction is important, right? This is so important because for many of us, you ready? We have said word and we have uh, said in talk to people and then to other people about the people we say we love. And here's the two. We didn't mean it. Okay, we're going to go there now. How many can be honest that after hearing this, you said it to some people and you did not fully mean it? Come on, we can be honest. Online, do the hand with emoji. Am I still, is it still black and white TV to them? All right, all right, it's still black and white TV. That's all right, it's, it's going to get fixed. Just stick with me. Stick with me. You should know one thing about your bishop is the problem ain't going to last longer than a day. Oh, it's good now. Hey, live in living color. All right. You ready for this? Here's the deal. It's easy to say, you ready for this? When they say it. And now I feel like I gotta say it back. I was in high school and I was dating this, I was dating this, she was beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous, absolutely amazing, gorgeous. Do you hear me? Sop up with a biscuit, let me tell you something. She was gorgeous. And and so, and so, and so, (laughs) So she says, she says, I love you. And because, look, I was like, I ain't just going to say this. Because I understood what the ramifications of that were. Because if I say it, here's me. I'm going to back it up with action. So listen, it it would have been, fellas, come on. It would have been a perfect moment. Okay, y'all don't want to be real in church. It's too much judgmentalism in this room. Because some of y'all still hurt that little Johnny lied to you when you were... It would have been a perfect moment to I love you too, baby You know, bite your lip a little bit, you know I didn't do that Why? I said, because listen I refuse to be guilty Of saying something I'm not about to back up And for some of y'all, watch me, in your next 12, you got to be careful. You don't just let those words fall off of your mouth if you don't intend to back it up. Open your mouth and say, and my next 12 will be my best 12. So 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 here's what I said. I said, for real? It's a high school. I was in high school, y'all. That's that's why you can't tell the saints your business. I said I said What's that? I said we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so We're going to have a meeting tonight about that. Now, now, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Because somebody says I love you, your instinct is I love you too. Even if you have no intentions on backing it up. And, and check this out. And consequently, you ready for this? This is why love is such a touchy subject for many people. Cuz those three words don't mean much. Because I say it to anybody that says it to me. Somebody say, I love you. I love you, too. I love you more. Right? And I pray that in the next 12, those three words, when you say them to anybody, you can back them up. Because your love is one. And you ain't going to find it like this anywhere else. So look what he says. He says, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. So D, what does it mean? Actions. What do you do to show that? In the series, we're going to talk real practically about things that we can do to show love. Because everybody doesn't receive love the same way. For somebody, you can show up and give them a, a gift, and they would be like, where the card? Because the gift doesn't move them. it? Right? And then somebody else, you can bring them a card, and they can open a card and... Is there a gift here? And you'll say, well, they're materialistic. No, they just receive love through a different language. Five love languages. Uh, 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 and one of them is gifts. One of them, though, is words of effort. Affirm- Some people only want you to tell them stuff. <laughs> they just just tell them that they're amazing. They're wonderful. They're m- Ooh, they the cream in your coffee. They're the hugging with your dolls. they the... Mars, Millows on your s'mores. Other people don't say, where's the gift? Cut the check. And because you don't love like them, you will think, watch me, you will say, well, we have problems. No, you don't have problems. What you have is that you're trying to love from a different communication channel. Than them. You're on AM, they're on FM. They're on XM, you're on SM. Did I cover all of them? I think. You still using CDs and they got an iPad, I mean. You talking about, give me a handwritten note. And seal it with wax. And to somebody else, they're thinking, listen, I'm not for the, look, I text you. Deed, say action. Come on, say action. Say, one in a million love has actions. We're going to get into that later in the series. But then also in truth, here's the deal. If I love you, I'm willing to tell you the truth. Even if that truth may affect how you treat me. I'm willing to tell you the truth. Even if that truth will affect our interaction for a few hours. Here's why many of us don't, why we don't say the truth. Because if they say the truth, they already know it's going to start something. We the honest people are at in this building and online. You already have people that if you know if you tell them the truth. So you spend an hour trying to figure out how to say something. You practicing in the car. So what I'm gonna say is it, because you know how she do, okay? But the Apostle John says, real love, genuine love, is not just in what you say to them and what you say to others about them, but it is in action and it is in truth. Tell me the truth. You can't handle the truth. And this is why much love doesn't last because there's so many falsehoods it's built on. And you can only build your house on enough lies before your house crumbles. And in your next 12, you don't have time for crumbling houses. In your next 12, you do not have time walking around and I ain't going to say nothing because she get an attitude. Listen, but if she leaves you and gets an attitude because you told her the truth, guess what? This is my answer. If when I give you the truth, you trip with me, that's my answer about you. But I don't want to lose no friends. You can't lose a friend. You can't lose a friend. You can't lose a friend. The Bible says if they were with you, it, they would have continued with you. But proof that they, they were not with you is that they went out from among you. Which means if you can leave me, that means you were never with me. That's yeah, okay. That's okay. All right, this is, this is rough through here, okay? All right, so let's go here. Genuine love comes from God, then it flows to others. Now this is good. Comes then flows. This is why, everybody listen, this is why um, the Bible says that God is love. Junior love comes from God and it flows to others. Some of you are like, listen, what is this pizza for? You'll know in just a minute. Because Some of you are like, listen, I show them hunger. you serving pizza after church. you trying to promote a sale in the store. No, no, no. Junior love comes from God, then flows to others. Listen, you cannot give what you don't have. Everybody listen. So if you don't have God, the most someone can ever give you is strong light. Because you cannot give a God that you don't have. <laughs> I don't care how much they say, how much they do. I, you can't. You just can't. You just can't. First John four 16. Let's go here. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. All right. I want to deal with a couple words there. We have come to know. That means it's a process. Say come to know. Come on, talk to me like an army. Say, come to know. We have come to know. That means there's a process. Even in you believing that God loves you, that's a process. This is why, let me prove it to you. This is why in Genesis, when Adam messed up, what did he do? He ran. Because even for him, it was a process to believe that God could love him. Even though he had never known anything else other than God. It's a process to know and to believe the love that God has for us. So that means, watch me, it's not only a process to know it, but then it's also a process to believe it or to trust it. Because, see, here, here, here's, here's, here's love that's one in a million. I can trust it. Even when I can't trace it. I can trust it. Have you ever not heard from somebody? But because... You knew the love was genuine. You were like, Well, I'm good. I'm concerned. But I have trust. So I'm not sitting up worrying about if it's this, that, or the other, because I trust even when I cannot trace. Right? So 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 look what the apostle says. He says, So we have come to know, means there's a process, and to believe, to trust the love that God has for us. So it seems unreal at first, God's love does. Like, think about this. So he loves you no matter what you do. Mm -mm. Where's the catch? Does he know that I did this? Does he know that I thought this? Does he know that I said this? And here's the trip about God's love. He knows all of that. And he still says, you're mine. And the devil may have had you once, but I got you all the time. Listen, I need you to let that settle with you, cause that's one in a million love. He's like, I know every, like I know what you thought, I know what you're thinking right now, and I still say you're mine. I know when you doubted me and started listening to them Hebrew Israelites and started listening to them Muslims and started listening and talking about you are Buddhist now and you chanting in the corner. Rocking back in forth. <laughs> I, I knew when you said in your heart, your mind, I knew when you said, I don't even know if I believe he's real. After you see me do all of this for you. And he said, despite that, I still love you. Can we just worship for three seconds? That he's still. maybe you're not grateful like I am, but I am grateful. 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 Say, thank you for loving me, Lord. So look at the verse. It says, it says, God is love. Say, God is love. Now let's look at this next part. And whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. We're going to go, you're going to go there. You ready for this? Look at this verse. And whoever abides in love. What does that phrase mean? Here's what it means in Greek. To continue without fading or being lost. And there go the problem right there. Because one in a million love continues. It goes on and on and on. Without, here it goes, fading. Which means. No matter how many times I wash it, put it in the dryer. Wear it, wash it. Put it in the dryer, wear it. It doesn't fade. Because it abides. Could it be, could it be that what's going on with some of your love for those you say you love is that it's faded because you've worn it a lot. You're used to them now. You know, you're used to it now. I'm used to this. And the problem with becoming used to something is that you no longer value access to it. It's quiet in this church tonight. Don't y'all get quiet, now? <laughs> All right, without fading. Watch me, or being lost. People say I just fell out of love. That's the first problem. Can't fall into it. So that's problem number one. All right, but, it, but here's the thing: lost it. Where do you lose it? You lose it on the journey. It's kind of like this. Kind of like this. Um, let me have a. Uh, let me have something small over there. Something small. I'll put in my pocket. Let me have my chapstick. All right, right. so here's the deal. Bides in love, got my chapstick in my pocket. All right, and I'm on a love, I'm I'm on a journey. Say journey. Journey. Now on this journey, you're going through life. You're starting a business, and what happens, you know, when chapstick on? It's dry in Denver. (laughs) For those of you who don't have some type of lip lubricant, I need to encourage, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Talking about, I just go natural. Natural on something you need to get and put it on your lips. It's too dry. <laughs> it's too dry here for that. See, I already need some more. <laughs> it's that dry. You, yeah, put on lotion in Denver, put it on, think you good, and then get a little too much and put some more on, and your skin's like, give me some more. But listen, you're on a journey. You're on a journey. All right, give me the scripture. You're on a journey. You're on a journey. You're on a journey. Continue without fading or being lost. So on this journey, you're going to wake up. You're going to go to sleep. You're going to wear something. You're going to need to wash it. You're going to need to dry it. But now you're on a journey. Now you're on a journey. Now you're on a journey. And normally you always put it back. So watch me. So it's always accessible and it's in pocket. But then sometimes, watch me, when you're on your journey, you begin to get in a new surrounding. Mm. And when you get in a new surrounding, you're going to take something that you normally keep in pocket and you're going to set it somewhere different. Mm. Why? I'm in a new surrounding. I'm in a new environment. I'm around. Watch me. New friends, new people. And so now that I'm in a new environment, the love I normally make sure stays with me It's a love that I now put out here to show everybody else. Y'all talk. But so now this love is lost because when I get up and I leave this place, all of a sudden I reach into my pocket and the love is gone. So so did you only love when you felt like you were needy? And now that you feel like you're not needy, we can't find the love no more. Did you only love because you needed a cosigner? And now that your credit is good, you don't need a cosigner. Did you only love because they like buying lunch? It's too quiet in this church. It fades or it's lost. How do I lose it? Because I took it out somewhere. There was a new environment, and I left. And I left, and what I normally keep with me, I left. And here's the problem with losing something. Now I have to, here it is, retrace my steps. Can all of us be honest that whenever we lose something, the most aggravating part of losing it is going through the process to find it? Come on Wednesday night, God. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Now here I got, you. And, and now you mad at everybody. You in the car, just mad. Your phone ring. What? Well, I was calling to see if you was. I'm, I'm trying to do something right now. I lost my keys. I lost my money. And I, I lost this. I lost that. I lost that. This, this, I, I, I can't do it right now. I'm stressed. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, God, help me find these keys, God. I'm so tired of going through this, God. Why I just keep. Come on, let's be honest. like you get mad. You start manhandling stuff. Throwing stuff, getting angry, getting frustrated. Because the most aggravating part of losing something is I got to retrace my steps to find out where it's at. And to be honest, here's what many of us will do. You ready? You ready? Here's what many of us will do. If that process looks too overwhelming, Let's not try to renovate. Let's just have new construction. So we ain't going to fix our friendship. I'm just going to get some new friends. We ain't going to deal with what we need to deal with in our marriage. I'm just going to get a new one. Y'all don't like this. Let's just move on. Let's move on. And your next one will be your best (laughs) one. Sometimes, is, is that the proper remedy? You know, sure, absolutely. But here's the deal, not if the only reason you're doing that is because I don't wanna go trace where my chapstick is. Because guess what you're gonna do with the next one? Lose your chapstick. You understand what the chapstick is in the analogy? In, in fact, this is why you need to know, let me go here, and we're almost done. This is why you need to know the history of people to see if they are serial chapstick losers. Cause if that's what they do is lose chapstick, let me help you. You ain't that special to them. They about to hand him a piece of pizza. Put on some chapstick. Then leave. <laughs> Say genuine love. I know this is rough. That's why I did it on a Wednesday. Say it comes from God, then flows to others. Say genuine love comes from God, then flows to others. Let's go here real quick. First John 5, give I'm giving you a lot of scriptures tonight, because God is love. And the scripture says in the Gospel of John that the word become flesh, that the that God literally put himself in a body, but he and his word are one, which means every time I read the word, I'm reading love. So if you ever feel like you're far from God, you just need to get in the word so you can receive his love because he is his word. All right. First, John five, three. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. And I showed you on Sunday, these five T's They're on the screen. You can do a quick screenshot or you can stamp them your time, treasure, talent, thirst, testimony, time, attend church faithfully, treasure, faithfully, give our tithes off first fruits, love offerings. I'm talking fast. Talent, Faithful, uh, serve and harvest using our gifts and talents to change lives. Thirst. Passion and our prayer, praise and worship keeps Jesus first. Wednesday, y'all will own it tonight. I came out here and y'all ready to go tonight. Y'all were like, "Let's go." Testimony—you get to invite anybody and everybody to harvest everywhere all the time. Everybody is included; Nobody's excluded. These five things are everything throughout the Scripture that God says important to Him. So God says, "If you do those things, that's proof you love Me." Not, "I love you, Jesus." That's not enough. He said, "Do what I said if you love Me." Verse 21, here's this next part. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Wow! He said, you cannot love me and hate people. You cannot love me and hate people. Okay, y'all don't want to say amen? So now we're going to go there. You cannot love me and hate a group of people. Okay. You cannot love me and discriminate against the... Okay. You can't love me and hate people because the Bible says that whoever loves God must also love his brother. Which means God says, I have now attached your love for me to how you love people. Because I don't want it if you can't give it to them. I don't want it if you can't give it to people who look different than you, talk different than you, sin different than you, say different than you. Look, I don't want it from you if you can't give it to them. So how do we do this? You can love others because of God. Come on, y'all. We're about to go. Here it is. Um, we love others. We can love others because of God. Let me say this for you. Many times um, when we're dealing with people, How many of you know that people can be difficult to love? Oh my, somebody say oh my, yes, oh my. But guess, guess what, can I let you in on a secret? You're not so easy to love yourself. Like I know you think it's just, oh I can't wait to love you. Now, most of us want to think we're the easiest thing. When I preach about what people do to you, y'all shout. When I preach about what you do to people. If I talk about how they betrayed you, that's right, Bishop, say it. But if I talk about how you betray somebody. whole thing. Let me tell you how I can love you. It's because of God. Matter of fact, the reason I love you as quiet as it is kept is bigger than you. It's because of God. Same way for everybody. See, people, listen, I'm not doing this because of you. I'm doing this because of God. The reason I'm faithful to what I said I was going to do it's not because you done what you said you was going to do, but because I told God what I was going to do. And I am doing this because of God. So what did I do? I took it above your performance. I, I took it above your performance and now it's a God thing. But here's what happens. You ready? Here's what happens. So, so that sounds great, right? Like I, I love because of God. Here's what happens. Matthew, Matthew drops it on us. Jesus says some stuff in Matthew 24. Matthew drop the bomb. You ready? They will deliver you. Who? Who's they? The people you loved. They will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death. Sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively. What do you mean figurative death, Bishop? Is they murdered your influence. They talked about you like a dog. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee, yay. Bow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee, yay. Look what he says. And you will be hated by all nations. So for all y'all talking about, I'm so sick of these haters, comes with it. You shouldn't have decided to be a curse breaker. You shouldn't have decided to be the interruption to the... When you said yes to God, you also said yes to haters. Because why did I hate you? For my name's sake. It ain't because of uh, uh, your melanin popping, baby. It's bigger than that. It's because you are his. Yeah. He says, you're going to be hated. Just Think about this. He says, you're going to have haters. Like he tells us up front, you're going to have haters. And it's because of me. People are going to lie. They're going to write Facebook posts about you. They're going to write Instagrams about you. They're going to write Google about you. That some of them are going to go to Bing and Yahoo about you. And <laughs> <laughs> He says, it's going to happen. Here's, here's what some of us think. If I'm just good to everybody, people are going to be good to me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Just not happening. Right? You need to be good to people because you're going to reap that but you may not reap it from where you sowed it. The last part of tonight's message is when the preach comes. This is the teach. The preach is about to come. And then many, you ready for this? It seems like it's everybody, but it's not. Uh-huh. Have you ever said this? Ain't no good people out there. <laughs> and we'll say to so, we'll the people just, mm. I can't stand people. Ooh. It's going to seem like it's everybody, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to seem like it's everybody, not. Here's what they're going to do. Three things. You ready? They're going to fall away. Uh-huh. People are going to fall away from you, uh-huh. and that's deep. Yeah. Th- that means, everybody listen, who starts with you will not be the same that finished with you. And I need you to open your mouth and say, and I'm okay with that. I can't let their fall away make my love fall. Because here's what you do. You start, I'm going to hold back. Mm-mm. 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 You know, I'm, d- I'm just going to see. Okay? You let their fall away make you fall. Here's the second thing. He said, and they're going to betray one another. He promises this. He promises this. He says, people are going to betray one another. Betray one another. Betray one another. You hit me, I hit you back. Now I don't mean none of that literally. (laughs) That's another message (laughs) we got. Another message. All right? Betray one another. Which means, this song came on today. Siri and Alexa. Listen, I don't. And don't try to pull me over to the dark side. I love them. I will be loyal to them. But <laughs> y'all pull me over to that. Whatever. Google Home. I don't want Google in my home. I want Google on my device. So today, so today, so today, Siri, um, Siri was playing something in my car, and it was a song. It was a song by K. Michelle. She's from Memphis. Y'all leave alone, okay? So, so came, came, the song came on, and I'm like, how we go from uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is. Yeah. And it jumped. And so it came on, and when it came on, the song, I think the song was called "Cry." And the song said, "Listen, I want revenge. I'm going to record my revenge, hope you find it. I said, somebody didn't hurt her. Because this is from a deep, dark place. These are deep lyrics. Everybody, listen, betray one another. It says that people are going to betray one another. And look at the last part, and hate one another. Who's going to do the betraying? People you loved. Who's going to do the hating? People you loved. come on let's go to verse 11 and many false prophets will lead many astray listen to this they will find people who tell them what they want to hear but it's not biblical and makes them feel right when they're wrong They will conjure somebody up on YouTube to say, see, I'm right. They'll conjure somebody up from some a therapist they went to to say, see, even though I'm wrong, I, I, I feel right because I heaped up a false prophet to tell me what I wanted to hear, even though what I wanted to hear ain't Bible. Look at this. And because lawlessness, this is deep, will be increased, the love of many will go cold. Lawlessness, listen to this, it means Blatant iniquity, blatant transgression, blatant sin. All right, everybody, everybody check this out. Iniquity, generational stuff, passed down. is people, people are going to literally know they're acting like somebody in their bloodline that they don't want to be and do it anyhow. Transgression, that is to willfully deviate from what you know to be true. People will know they're wrong and do it anyhow. And then sin. Make mistakes. Blatant mistakes. What's a blatant mistake? Which means you didn't do the research to try to be right. You didn't take the time to try to be right. Has anybody experienced any of those three from anybody? Alright, now watch. It will be increased. So as time progresses, if I listen, there's going to be more of that. And that is not a reason for us to stop loving that's not a popular message but it's Bible I'm not going to turn into what you did to me you're going to have to be like Joseph. Joseph looked at his brothers that did all of that to him. They lied on him. Do you not know Joseph's brothers, after they threw him in a pit, lied to their daddy and said an animal must have got him? They framed it. What are you trying to say? People that are supposed to be on your side will try to frame you. They'll lie on you. They'll create a narrative about you. They'll make a... Men- uh, y'all ain't going to They will create a whole narrative that's not true. And Joseph... Watch me, Joseph, Joseph, at 17 that happens. For 13 years, Joseph goes from, y'all still with me? I'm almost done. For 13 years, Joseph goes, he's sold in a pit, as he's in this, or he's put in a pit, his brothers put him in a pit, they lied to their daddy and said, an animal must have got him. They were, listen, they were so cold that they didn't even mind torturing their father with a lie. Like how you gonna have Jacob sitting up here crying over his son that is alive but you lied there are some people in your next 12 the story that was told about you made certain people shut you down made certain people push you away but in your next 12 it's going to be like Joseph with his brothers what they meant for evil God will turn that for your good they thought that it was one thing, but they're going to find the truth in the next 12. And in the next 12, they're going to realize it was never that thing. You ought to lift your hands and receive that right now. All right, look, look, look. The love of many will go cold. Joseph's brother, they put him in a pit. They put him in a pit. He gets sold into Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife lies on him. He wouldn't lie with her, so she lied on him. He wouldn't lie with her, so she lied on him. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with everybody? You, you have to make sure you are careful with who you are vulnerable with. Because there's some people that's just waiting to get you entrapped. There, oh there's, and I. Oh, here we go I heard your Holy Ghost and I rebuke every trap somebody has set for you I rebuke in the name of Jesus every situation somebody trying to set up for you I declare it will not prosper and it will, your discernment is about to click like it's not clicked before and when you need to shut it down you're going to have the ability to shut it down somebody say yes Lord listen she wouldn't lie wouldn't lie with her so she lies on him so then he's put into prison he goes into Pharaoh's prison because Potiphar was Pharaoh's general so he goes to a different type of prison and all throughout this the Bible says the Lord was with Joseph and the Lord favored Joseph now his life is not looking good at all but the Bible says but the Lord is with him and the Lord favors him his life doesn't look good but the Lord is with him and the Lord favors him but some of you like God if you're with me why is it bad you don't understand how God gets things done before he lets you go up he got to take you down first Before he can elevate you, he has to make you feel like you're at the low. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but I need you to know that the Lord is with you and his favor is with you. Bishop, how do I know I'm favored? Because despite how bad it's been, you're still here. Despite how bad it's been, you're still standing. You're still persevering. And your next 12, let's go, will be your best 12. That's how you know you're favored, because the same thing you're dealing with is taking other people out. And you've learned how to fly in the storm. You've learned how to fly in the turbulence. You, ain't, you don't need to land your plan. You're like, listen, this is just par for the course. Let me just adjust my altitude. I wish you knew you were sitting next to somebody that God has not brought them this far to drop them now. He's not brought them this far to leave them now. And just like Joseph, the end of your story is going to be this. You meant it for evil, but God for my good. And I need you to learn that God is working all things together for your good. I need you to lay hands on yourself Say, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. All right, look, I got to quit. I'm out of time. be increased. Look at this. And the love of many will grow cold. Now the pizza comes in. Come on, pizza delivery, man. All right, here's the deal. So, here go your love. But who want that? That's cold pizza. And you try to serve this up to people and say they just need to be grateful. Baby, I ain't starving. (laughs) Oh, they ain't gonna say nothing to me not starving so you ain't gonna serve me just anything like I have to take that and I pray in your next 12 nobody serve you cold pizza and I pray that you don't serve cold pizza I ain't starving baby it's a pizza hut up the street y'all ain't saying nothing to me and if you don't want to love me right y'all to raise up somebody else that y'all got quiet tonight It's feeling Roman Catholic in here. Get my robes. Look at me. The love of many will grow cold. So you say, I love, but you're cold. You have a negative attitude. You have a bitter facial disposition. You have a face that's not a good face. Somebody taught me about that last week, and I can't say it in church. No, I can't. I can't. (laughs) It's the radio cut. At least I can't say it. Listen. You're bitter with your love. You get people gifts, and this is how you give it to them. Here. I hope you like your little gift. It's quiet. You get somebody a hug, you're cold with your hug. You're cold. Notice what the Bible says the love of many will grow cold. That phrase there means it will negatively change over time. And the best way I could illustrate this to you when I was preparing this word was to show you cold pizza because you will think, well, it's edible. But I'm not starving. Bishop I've been through a lot Okay So why did you let what was cold Make you cold I'm about to go up now I pray that you don't take on the spirit of what came against you. Because for some of you, what came against you was cold and it made you cold. What came against you was negative and it made you negative. But I pray that tonight you would not take on the spirit of what has come against you, but that tonight God will begin to heat your love back up. You're best when you love him. You're best when you love him. Eshandi You're best when you love him. You're best when you love him. And say, my love is one in a million. Just lead a cold pizza right there. So here's what happens. Here's why many of us serve cold pizza. Y'all ready for this? Last verse. And I'm giving you a lot of scripture. Because God is his word. God is love. So when I give you the word, I'm giving you love. That's why you need to tell people, I don't want to hear your opinion. Give me some love. What's the Bible say? I don't care what you think. What does the word say? And if you ain't got a scripture to back that up, keep that to yourself. Well, I just feel Ooh, you can stop right there. Give me Bible for that. I like my pizza hot. What am I supposed to do with this? Somebody say throw it away. Here's the problem. If I throw it away, all of the labor to get here, I waste. And that's what some people will say. I'm done. Mm-mm, no, I'm done, period. I ain't trusting nobody. I don't believe no, I, be, I trust me because I don't let me down. Y'all ready? Let's have an honest moment. How many of us you've ever said that? I have. I'm be honest about that. Pizza, pizza, come on. <laughs> now look, when it's cold, you can see the places that have no cheese. Now, we finna preach this tonight. Right there. that's how some of y'all love look. It look like a wart. It just look like a blister. If you touch it, if you touch it, it'll pop. And that's why nobody wants to be around you because when they touch you, you pop. When they try to have a conversation with you, you explode. You're like, pus, but tonight, oh, but tonight. Uh Uh-uh, I I feel some resistance in this atmosphere because what are we doing? We're stirring up that stuff that made you cold, but we're not stirring it up just to stir it up. Baby, the oven's on. You're going to walk out of here tonight with your love at an elevated temperature. You're going to release what they did to you. You're going to release how they hurt you. Say, Bishop, how will my love no longer be cold? I need y'all to talk to me like an army, please, in this building and online. Say, Bishop, yeah. how will my love no longer be cold? I'm for sure. It's the last scripture tonight. Is there one? If there's one thing I just loathe, I mean, like it's the devil than this. Hey, <laughs> right there. You ready? Here it is. You good, pizza delivery guy? All right. Your love will be one in a million when you realize no one can use you. That thing that I, down there that I love, like with the devil, is the feeling that I've been used. Online, would you wave at me in the building? Is that anybody? Like, like, I can deal with a lot, but if I feel like you use me, I swear for God, if I feel like you took advantage of me, who else is like that? If, if I feel like you took advantage of me, you took my kindness and played it for weakness, you tried to run the okie You. But I need you to open your mouth and say, no one can use me. Say it again, y'all. Say, no one can use me. Bishop, how do you know that? Let's so your Bible. Because, see, your, your love will always look like this. Cold. And then occasionally you'll microwave it, but here's the problem. It don't taste the same. You know, you'll hear a message like this and go home and tell about, hey, kids, come on down. Let's love everybody. Come on. You'll text your spouse, I apologize. Can't wait to see you. And then they come in with an attitude, Uh, pizza cold again. Here's the deal, here's the deal. How do you warm it up? Give me the last scripture. Here's how you warm it up. Say, nobody can use me. Now, I need you to really get this. So I'm going to talk it, then I'm going to preach it, okay? And then we got to go. We got to go. You ready? I'm going to talk it, then I'm going to preach it. Say, no one can use me. Say, Ever say it's an impossibility as a Christian. Because you'll serve this because you're scared somebody's going to use you for your good pizza. You'll serve this because the people always be taking advantage of me. And see This is what I don't do. Nigga. Stop! You keep serving this. And here's the, y'all ready? Can I go here? Nothing nothing against uh, Pizza Pizza. Nothing against that, nothing against that. Here's the deal, here's the deal. I'm not paying more than $5 for that. Why? Because its quality doesn't necessitate a higher price. Okay, all right, all right. I need y'all to catch this. I need you to get this, I need you to get this, I need you to get this. So many times when you serve this, you wonder why you get treated like this. Why people treat me like this, why people do that. Baby, we ain't paying more than $5 for that. We're not treasuring this. This is hot and ready. We can just pull this out the little machine. I'm gonna show you how, watch me, how to make sure you're not served that and how to make sure you never serve that. Is this helping anybody? I just need you to say it one more time. Say, no one can ever use me. It's an impossibility. See, I know you felt like that relationship used you. He didn't. I know you felt like that person used you. She didn't. I know you felt like that job used you. They didn't. I know you felt like those friends used you. They didn't. I know you felt like that person you helped out used you. They didn't. Nobody can ever use you. It's an impossibility when you're a Christian. Look at the screen. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision. What is he saying? Let me just, for the sake of the verse, he's saying um, Hebrews circumcised, the Gentiles were uncircumcised. It was a matter of the covenant. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. The only thing I need you to focus in is the last part of this verse. You ready? Say, nobody can ever use me. Here's why. Faith works by love. Say it with me. Faith works by love. We'll say it again. Faith works by love. One more time. Faith works by love. Again, faith works by love. Would you look at somebody and tell them, faith works by love. Online chat and tell them, say, faith works by, what does this mean? What does this mean? That when I gave my hot pizza, catching the analogy, when I gave my best, and sometimes felt like I shouldn't have because of who I gave it to. It was not a negative thing because my faith was working by love. What does that mean? The only reason my faith was working is because of how I loved. You want to know how you got as far as you've come now in life? but you're not done yet, because your next 12 will be your best 12. Let me tell you, it's because of all the love that you've given, even to people that were unlovable, and even to people that betrayed you and did you wrong. Y'all didn't get it, y'all didn't get it yet, so we're gonna, we're gonna spend a little time. Come on, come on, I only got 10 seconds. Say, my faith works by love. Here's what this means. When I give love, wins night that line, when I give love, say, when I give love, it makes my faith work. That's what it means. That's what it means. what do you mean no one can ever use me? Because the only thing you did for me was give me an opportunity to make my faith work. I know you thought you got over on me, but the only thing you did for me was give me an opportunity for my faith to work. Can I prove it to you? Because that word, watch me, that word works by, here's what it means. It's a Greek word, energeo. It's where we get the word energized. Let me see if I can say it another way. The reason I'm excited about my future is because the love I've sown in my past has got me energized about my... How do I know my next 12 are going to be my best 12? I've given my best. I've sown my best. I've loved my best. But wait. Somebody say there's more energized. Look at the next one. If y'all don't shout off these layers too, I'm gonna I'm throw this preach at you. <laughs> I got eight slices. I will chop these up into 48 or something. Everybody look on the screen. Say, my faith works by love. So the first thing, when I love, I'm energized. I'm my best when I love. But look at this next thing to bring from one stage to the next. You can't use me because when I loved, I was going from one stage. I'm going to throw this. I was going from one stage to the next stage. In other words, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to love you. Why? Because you were my come up. You got me from one stage to the next stage. And can I be honest? I'm better because of what you did. I'm better because of what happened. Is there anybody in this building or anybody online where you can say, I'm better? From one stage, you can't use me. You can't use me. Open your mouth and say that. Say, I cannot be used. Look at this last one. An electrical current energizing a wire. What does this mean? When I love, it makes my faith connect. Let's see I say it another way. I have this piece over here, this piece over here. These pieces won't connect without love. Because love is going to energize the wire between the two. Uh Let me see if I can say it the other way. This is why the enemy wants to get you bitter and get you angry and get you to the place where you don't love nobody, don't trust nobody. Why? Because he can, watch me. Stop. Watch me. Let me tell you what happens. Here's what you have. You'll have all the pieces. You'll have all the pieces. You'll have everything you need. And it'll be in your life. But nothing will work. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Come on, I need you to get this. Somebody say, I have everything I need. But I need them to connect. Say, I need things to start connecting for me. So So say, in my next 12, things will connect for me. Finally. You literally have everything you need. But there's no electricity flowing from this to that and from that to this and from this to that. Can I prophesy to your next 12? Things are finally about to come together for you. You're not going to have random pieces over here or over there, but open your mouth and say, everything's coming together. Say it again. Say, everything's coming together. You can't use me. You make things come together for me. They can't use you. They make things connect for you. Mm. So here's what we need to do. I need everybody in this building to stand. I need everybody at home to stand. If your neighbor's not standing, elbow them, please. Elbow them severely. I'm just joking. Don't, not severely. All right. How many of y'all got, how many you've loved? And you can be honest. With some people and some stuff.
1: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word decision to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. The rest of your life will be the best of your life.